You're listening to Arc Radio Podcast. بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم رمضان 87.7 FM سے پروگرام ریفلیکشنز لیے زبیر اکرم آپ کی خدمت میں حاضر ہمارے اس پروگرام کی ترتیب اس طرح سے ہے کہ اللہ سبحانہ و تعالیٰ کے پیارے محبوب محمد مصطفیٰ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کے نام نامی کو سمجھنے کی کوشش اور ان کے نام سے متعلق جتنے آپ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کے شمائل ہیں اور آپ کے جو ایٹریبیوٹس ہیں ان کو سمجھ کر کے یہ سمجھنا کہ اللہ نے اپنے محبوب کو محمد کہا تو کیوں کہا السلام علیکم شیخ وعلیکم السلام ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ ہاؤ آر یو ٹو ڈے سر الحمد للہ بخیر الحمد للہ الحمد للہ الحمد للہ تو الحمد للہ ہیو شیخ رضوان آن دس پروگرام ریفلیکشنز اینڈ وی ہوپ ٹو لرن وی ہوپ ٹو گیٹ انسپائرڈ اینڈ وی ہوپ ٹو you know relate to things which we normally don't hear we, which we normally either we know them and we tend to forget them uh sheikh uh, we were talking about prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and then you quoted muhammad ali um uh, about uh, in that and what struck you know, what really really kind of uh, was um in my mind for the last two days what, for what you said that muhammad ali is great or Muhammad Ali is Muhammad Ali rahimahullah because he followed prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam he had a bit of he he tried to imbibe maybe a tiny bit of what prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam is mm. yeah i mean that's um bismillahirrahmanirrahim that's probably one of the most um, important things that i kind of focused upon when i when i kind of not obviously Muhammad Ali is somebody that we know and we've come to love and respect but if you think of what he he did he was courageous absolutely he was he was a person that met everybody with a smile that's one of the qualities of the prophet said him he was also a person and um, that didn't see beyond, below himself to speak to people less fortunate than himself as well which is a pro- character of the prophet said him one of the people that there was a, there was a phot- photographer who who um who actually mirrored what he did for a whole year he kind of shadowed him for a whole year and he, and he said he went to south america and he went with Muhammad Ali in the in, in the hotel when he would left the hotel in the streets there was a lines of beggars and Muhammad Ali would then to to put 100 dollar this in 1970s 100 dollar notes in each of them in their their hands and the person who's mentioning this is a who's a, just a photographer who's speaking now and he said when he was saying it now he was in tears because he just realized that generosity is such an amazing human quality and that Muhammad Ali just gave um like a person didn't fear poverty now whose description is that that's the, the prophet said them because remember after the battle of hunain the prophet gave to to um safwan ibn asad um the the amount of sheep between two two um valleys and he ran to his people and says oh people become muslim because muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam gives like a person who fears no poverty now who's that that's the description of the prophet said them and that's why imam busiri rahmatullah alayhi he's talking about the prophet compared to the prophets you know the all the prophets wa kulluhum min rasulillahi multamisun gharfan min albahri aw rashfan min adiyami he says all of these prophets that we talk about prophet isa the prophet musa alayhi salatu wasalam adam nuh ibrahim yaqub yusuf kulluhum min rasulillahi multamisun 
each of these people took a small part, a small portion, a small small part of this cake of the Prophet a small drop on, in the ocean of the Prophet as if they're taking a small you know, gulp or, or a handful from the ocean of this, this magnanimity that God had given the Prophet or a splattering from the, from the raindrops. Now that means the prophets who were the, the chosen of God in comparison to the Prophet were nothing, almost nothing. I mean, this is something that you don't realize, as I mentioned before, until you come to the Day of Judgment when the, the use of the word Muhammad Muhammad. is used is done in the most perfect way where you now know oh now I get it um, this is why he's called Muhammad the people that mock him in, in, in this life say oh now we get it it's not even some sarcasm it's now they will cry you are Muhammad like the people that mock the Prophet through caricatures and in cartoons now in life they can mock but on that day there will be no mocking and it's like in the same way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows people to, to do what they want on earth but and and they can they can claim power they can claim supremacy sovereignty they can claim claim the prerogative to to oppress but on the day of judgment what happens is Allah says to the people and this is specifically focused even though it's 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 it's, it's to everybody it's actually to the, the oppressors to whom is the dominion on this day for Allah the one al qahar the one who is Unified in that quality of qahar Qahar is this quality of overpowering Retribution against oppressors Now that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala You will realize Allah In, in the real ma- meaning of Allah on, in, the, in the day of judgment Because even now we worship God And we have proximity And distance from God We sin and we, we draw further from God We, we repent and we go, draw, draw closer to God And God accepts us This is our life, constant Movement between sinning and rep- and and and, and um, repentance, sinning and repentance, and we come close to knowing who Allah is, maybe a second in our lives, and we treasure that for the rest of our lives. It's like people go and Hajj, and they have such tranquility and peace of mind and peace of heart in front of the Kaaba, and they everything comes clear. Like the perspective they have of what they what's important in their lives is it wealth, is it family, is it you know notoriety, is it you know you know fame. Or is it just peace of heart? Or is it more than that, peace of heart with God? Because many people can go to the, to the Bahamas and sit on a beach mm. and have a cocktail in their hands and just sit back and say, this is a life, no cares, turn the phone off, no emails, um, no, no contact with outside world. That is peace of mind. That's not peace of mind. That is you burying your, your sorrows and not facing up to them. Peace of mind is to be still with God, is to be in total communion with Allah to the point that and that you worship God as if you see him. Now that's what we strive for in the world. And on in the day of judgment you will realize who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. And in the same way Muhammad you will realize him on the day of judgment. This is why when we talk about Muhammad Ali we talk about the companions, we talk about great great people who lived and we look up to they are nothing more than drops. I mean really when you when you when you read the seerah and the shama'il, this is why the, the this is why there's so many works on shama'il and the Prophet that they're there to show you what you never saw. You understand? It's yeah. to show you what you never had the opportunity to see. And if you were to see and you were to to, to weep tears for the, from now to the end of your life, you would not see that. But with sincerity of the Prophet, you can Man Ra'ani Filmanam Fakad Ra'ani Haqqa. 
if you really yearn for the Prophet ﷺ, the sight of the Prophet ﷺ, you will see him. And scholars, what they say, and, and scholars, I mean not just scholars literally in terms of people who can read and write Quranic tafsir and hadith. I'm talking about people who, who really um, sacrifice themselves for inten- intimacy with God and His Messenger. They say that if you want to see the Prophet ﷺ in your dream, you study the Shama'il. You mm. study the Shama'il. In fact, the Muhaddithu and scholars of hadith, they say if you want to see the Prophet ﷺ, you continuously read uh, Shama'il of Imam Tirmidhi. The person who wrote the Jami' Tirmidhi to actually read the descriptions. The Shama' is one of the earliest books by Imam Tirmidhi, and that describes every single physical the hairs. I mean, think about 19 white hairs in the beards of the Prophet, describing the, 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 the quality of the eyebrows of the Prophet, the, the beautiful black hair, wavy but straight. Of the Prophet that was not not to just to just to fill up pages. That was to to get you to the point that you missed him in your worldly life. Now you can gain him in your spiritual life, which is to see the Prophet And the Prophet said, "Whoever sees me in his in his dream, he has seen me truthfully, really." Because the Shaitan has not been given the power to become my form, and. That's why Muhammad is, is within grasp of people to understand. But what we do do is when you see, when you see great people, you know, people we admire in, in real life, think of somebody you really, really admire. Everyone's got somebody different. You know, your parents might be a parent, might be a relative, might be even a politician. I mean, I don't know why people look up to um, certain politicians. Certain politicians are, 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 are a blessing for humanity, but certain, certain ones are not. But when you think of these people, think of that and think of the most perfect form of that in every single aspect of human life. Mm-hmm. You think Sheikh, of it. Sheikh, um, we're talking about Shuma'il, that is uh-huh. description of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, And there is this notion out there that it's, you see there is, a, there is a cop-out in a way that you, you know that you are sinful, you repeat mm-hmm. your sins every day, and you repeat the same sins, and you say, okay, but I love my Prophet because I know his description. Uh-huh. And it, there seems to be a trend, it, it looks like there is a trend that um, you can do whatever you want, you, you can free for all, uh, sell, buy haram, commit zina, um, ha- have all those things in your life that are haram, at which Prophet mm. Muhammad said not to, mm-hmm. um, but yet, when you see the mahafil, when you see th- those congregations where, you know, the 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 love of the prophet is drummed in 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 in, in words, mm-hmm. as if they are two separate lives. So for for an hour, for half an hour, you're going to just love your prophet, mm-hmm. and the rest of your life you're just going to keep on disobeying your prophet. I mean, you've not known your prophet then. Okay. <laughs> the whole point is. You haven't known the Shema'il, you've not had any clue, it's, it's past like, it's like uh, water of a duck's back as they say. Mm. You, you just need to wake up. It's like Imam Malik, he said to people who go into wajd, when they go into a state of elation, when, they, when Allah's mentioned, wajilat qulubum, the Quran talks about people when God's mentioned, their hearts tremble and their bodies tremble and their, and their skin trembles. Imam Malik said about these people, put them on the edge of a cliff and see if they tremble. Because mm. at that point you will see, are they making it up or are they true? If they're true, they will fall off the cliff, and their hearts will move, and their body will move, in, 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 you know, trembling as the mountains would tremble if the Quran was revealed upon them. But the, tr- the truth of it is that these people are, are mocking themselves, first of all, mm-hmm. and they, are not, they cannot mock the Prophet because if you knew the Prophet you would know that 
in acts of haram, the Prophet was the one that pulled people from haram. The hadith of um, Abu Imam al-Bahili, when he talked with a young person, came to the Mosul Prophet and shouted, Ya, ya, ya Rasulullah, i'dhanni bil-zina. Bil the Messenger of God gave me permission to commit fornication. The Prophet you know, watched him from afar and, he, and, and the companions started to heckle him and push him. The Prophet said, Udnu, come closer. And he came closer to the Prophet and sat next to his knees and the Prophet you know, got him right next to him. And this is the Shama'il. When we talk about Shama'il, this is what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. This is how the Prophet Shama'il is a description of the Prophet This is him describing him keep, keeping a person away from haram, something that will harm him. And he said, would you like this for your mother? He went through his whole family as a, a question that you pose, not that he had, maybe he didn't have a, a maternal aunt or a paternal aunt, but he said, would you like that this was done, that this was done for your mother, your, your daughter, your, your paternal mother? said, And this is the way people are. Now, what did he do? He said, you, you, claim, you claim me to be the Prophet. Because he said, what did he say? Ya Rasulullah, i'idhen li bizina. He mm -hmm. said, O oh, Messenger of God. He knew him as the Messenger of God. Mm -hmm. Don't say that he was a kafir saying, you know, I'm going to for Why does he want permission from the Prophet to fornicate? Mm -hmm. He understood him to be the Prophet of God. Like these people will say, we understand the Prophet. We love the Prophet. We will sacrifice for the Prophet. We will live, die for the Prophet. takbir, risala. You know, <laughs> and then they go home, they're sweating, and they go home and they fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. You understand? The, the the truth of love is in the 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 sacrifice you give for the person but or the it, thing that you claim. There is a converse side to this as well, isn't it? That just because you find yourself in a situation in life that you are you become habitual or you become uh, either you become habitual of a sin or you you are in a path where it's like a phone contract, twenty four months, and you're not out of mm. it. You know, mm -hmm. you're committed to something doing, and you just keep on doing. If you come out of it, it's, it's kind of more dangerous for you uh, in life, mm -hmm. and, and the life becomes more miserable. Mm -hmm. And yet, you feel guilty when you say, "I love my Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam," because mm -hmm. you are in that situation. See, that, see, that is a, a sign of d the fact that there's a deep belief within that person that they have a nadam. Nadam is this kind of remorse for what they're doing. Uh, and, and kind of crying for the fact that you've done something wrong. That is the was always the first steps of, of Tawbah. You know, when Imam Nabi talks about the but steps of Tawbah. How many Toba, times you do that? And how many times is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Istaghfir rabbakum innahu kana ghaffara? So why, if, if you know that Allah is ghaffar, which means the one that every time you knock, he opens the door. Subhanallah. Knock meaning knock after sin, he opens the door. If you didn't knock, he would, be, he would not be ghaffar. Ghaffar is the one that constantly says, Ahlan wa sahlan. You know, come in, my servant. You know, you are as if you were born from your mother's womb. Constantly can can wipe out everything. In, in Ramadan, we say, Wallah, you are a fool, which is the one that wipes and forgets. Even though Allah cannot forget. Do you think Allah can forget that you've done? Allah will, because maghfirah is to keep a record and forgive. Maghfirah is to keep a record and forgive. It's like, you know, you go, you so got, it's like, not wiped off. Your, it's, it's there. No, it's, it's on, no, it's like, you know, you got a, a, a credit rating or something and, and they've got a record of all the things you did, but they've given you a good rating, but the bad spots. The, the yeah. kind of analogy is that maghfira is such that you are forgiven, but we know what you did. Mm -hmm. But for mm -hmm. Allah, even when he's afu, which is the one that has the quality of forgiving and wiping out, Allah is as if he is saying he is 
yatanasa. He is forgetting it, but he will always remember it. But for you, it's as if Allah is saying, I don't even know that you did this. Mm-hmm. Whereas the quality of Allah is that he knows that you did it. But he makes you feel such that, I didn't know you knocked before. Is this mm. the first time you sinned? Is this the first? Ahlan wa sahlan. We give you tawbah. We give you maghfirah. We give you open path to paradise. If you die in this state, you go to paradise. That was the companions because if you think of the companions, you'll find companions. There was a companion who was, who was habituated to drinking. Mm-hmm. And remember the companions were human beings. They were human beings that the miracle, the greatest milk of the Prophet in terms of things that were on the earth was his changing the companions from who they were to what they became. His greatest miracle from the heavens was the Quran al-Kareem. But the miracle that is fa- amazing is this, this, this person coming amongst a group of people and they have complete disregard for, for honor and, 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 and etiquette and he changes them totally. Now that person was habituated to drink mm. and people start to start slander him and say that he's such and such and such and such. And the Prophet ﷺ, he defended the person who sinned again and again and he says, do not slander him and curse him because he loves God and his messenger. You could have said to the Prophet ﷺ, how prove to me that he loves God and his messenger? Mm-hmm. The proof is that he said it. Who? The Prophet. And is he not the person that tells you from what you do not know? Ghaib? Allah the whole point of a Nabi is In Arabic a Nabi means the person Who gives you information that you have no access to So when he's saying he lo- loves God and the messenger He's giving you a definite judgment About what Allah knows about this person's heart A Nabi is a high A person has a high place It's also the pathway to God One of the names of Nabi with Hamza Is actually to um, have a pathway to a very high station And if that's who he is He's saying La tasubbuhu Person is knocking again, sinning again and again. The point is, where is your heart in all this situation? Where, in this whole story of your life, where is your heart? In Ramadan, you have to ask yourself, where is your heart in this whole situation of moving? You're moving towards a direction, but where is your intention in all this? Uh, Sheikh, we were talking about Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu love of Prophet Sallallahu and this kind of uh, inconsistency. I think if you're talking about false love of the Prophet maybe a false love, or but 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 what I understood is false there is no false love. love. Is is there false love? If, no, if well, you're saying that there's people that that claim love and they sin and they they say it's okay because we love the Prophet Sallallahu it'll be okay. And 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 part of it is, are, are they doing that to deceive Allah? You you understand? Is it there to deceive? They know. That they're using a, a you know a clause in the contract which allows them to get away with it. Is this what they think they're doing? Do they think they can fool God, or do they think they can fool the messenger? But the thing is, there is a real human human element in, within this all within this all, which is the fact that people are sinners. Mm-hmm. Prophet said that the, all of all, all the children of Adam are people that sin, and the best of the people that sin are the ones that turn back to God in repentance. That's our nature. I mean, that's you can't um, you know can't you can't uh, you can't take that away from the prerogative of God to be al ghafur al wudud, you know, al 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 These are qualities of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, which has to be ma- which have to be manifest by people, you know, falling short. It's by the hu- by human nature, you're always falling short, even. You know, within their own their own um, dis- descriptions and capacities, even prophets always are, f- in their own eyes, it's interesting that they're falling short of what they expect they should have to do knowing God. And the interesting thing is when the Prophet knew, the more the Prophet knew 
and he, he, he manifests his knowledge of Allah, the more he realized that he needed to actually go to a different level of worship of God, and he would, إِنِّي لَأَسْتَغْفِرُ فِي يَوْمِ The hadith of a Muslim is that he used to seek the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a hundred times in a day. Now he felt that, 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 that insecurity um, of his worship not being up to the standard that, that, that God is deserving of, I'm not able to praise you as you've praised yourself or you are as you've praised yourself. That, that is a common strand of human existence that you feel that you're constantly falling behind or not keeping up to what love entails which is you know, obeying what the lover wants you to do. Mm-hmm. Then that's a natural human situation to be in. But if you're doing it Knowing that you're going to do it again, and that is a sign of that's a, that's an, that's almost an example of istidrak. That's where Allah is istidrak. Sorry, where Allah is actually um, fooling you be, because you're trying to fool God. Mm-hmm. You're trying to fool God by saying you, you you know the score and you know that God is forgiving and merciful. You know the Prophet will will do shafa'ah for you on the day of judgment. Yeah, on this on this basis, you will be pushed away from the hawd of the Prophet this, this, the, the, the pond of the Prophet so that we will, we will drink that, in, that intention that you have is this thing of this is a perfect innovation that we would call because innovations are different types this is an innovation where none of our people previous, none of our uh, salaf had this, uh, had this way of dealing with the Prophet where they felt that they could do what they wanted and just call in the, call in the bets at the end of the day mm-hmm. and who are you fooling to be honest People, I, I know the, the kind of people you're talking about. You're probably talking about me, um, because part I'm speaking to you, but I'm speaking to myself. Even mm-hmm. though, you know, um, Sheikh, I'm talking about times when I, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm talking about me. I'm talking about everyone. no, no, no. I mean, from my perspective, it's, 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 when you are in a in a perpetual cycle of sinning, and you know mm-hmm. that you know you're either involved in riba, you're either involved in drinking, you're either involved in fornication, you know, the major sins. You keep on doing them, and yet you claim, I love my Prophet and I want to learn about Shumayl of Prophet how do you how do you reconcile that? See, the easy thing for me to say was that you can't recognize, you need to, you need to repent. But we have from the companions of Prophet and people who did drink and continue to drink, um, and, and they were defended by the Prophet at the end of the day, the person has to know what they're doing is wrong and they have a sincere intention not to do it. And inshallah, that, I mean, Imam Ahmed Zarouq, the great um, scholar from Fez in, in Morocco, he said that if a person is, 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 has a tribulation, a spiritual tribulation or a physical tribulation of sin, and they intend seven times, he's mentioned actually seven times, mm-hmm. that they will never go back to it. Every time it comes to them with intense desire to do it, they stop and seven times they st- they don't do it, um, that person will not be punished on 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 a, on a, on a cor- in accordance with that sin that they've done. In other words, you are human. You are by nature insane. You forget and you are weak. And you this is part of the nature of human beings. They're they're created frail. Rajula Quran says that we've created this quality of haste. Mm. You know. So we have haste in thinking that we can decide what is good for us and what's bad for us, but. If you are in a situation where you're constantly troubled by a, a specific sin, you have to sh- you have to show your your metal in terms of repenting. Mm-hmm. In other words, the point that you're repenting, your intention, your heart, and your mind is, I will never touch this. I will never go back to this ever again. And that's how you leave 
your tawbah. In other words, that's where you, when you finish your, your session of tawbah and you say to Allah, I will never come back to this again, you in your mind are certain that you will not. Now, there's nothing impossible for God, and God may open up a path by which you sin again, mm-hmm. so that you repent to Him again. But the thing is, if you constantly find yourself doing sincere repentance, there will be a way out for you, inshallah. And this is the, the this is a story of humanity, which is that people, whether based upon their nature or nurture, they are you can't really judge people. The Sharia judges people based on the the basic things that we see. But in terms of the akhirah, in terms of where you're going in, in the hereafter, your proximity to God and His Messenger, God knows. Wallahu a'lam. And if people think that they know, because a person's been sentenced for a, for a crime or whatever, that they're going to hellfire, then knock, knock, who's there? You're in hellfire, not the, not the person. Because how can you aggregate to yourself a decision that is only God's? And Sheikh, this ayah here that says, Inna how, how does it when you say jamia where does this fit in in Allah la yaghfiru dhunuba jamia read that again qul ya ibadi alladhina asrafu ala anfusihim la taqnatu min rahmatillah inna Allah la yaghfiru dhunuba jamia inna Allah yaghfiru inna Allah yaghfiru dhunuba jamia that God forgives so maybe mistake in your in the mushaf is that mushaf you have yes la yaghfiru dhunuba jamia inna Allah Yes, Allah forgives. Indeed, God forgives. In other words, if tell the people that have wronged themselves, do not um, be weary of, of, the, of the mercy of God. God forgives every single sin. Now that means that you will constantly be in a state where you will think that no oh, God cannot forgive me this is probably the last time he's fed up you mm. know if you can use that expression it's a human expression but in terms of God has given up on me because if I turn now how can he accept me because no one else in creation would accept that I continually do this but then that is why Allah is Allah and the servant is the servant you know and that is why you are who you are and this is why the problem is the, is the person who he is because the compassion and the, and the mercies of Prophet Ali Sallallahu Alaihi Rahim um, that this kind of theme that comes in the Quran means that you should not even arrogate to yourself judging people in the hereafter because remember take that example again if you look from another perspective the person's a companion drinking again and again he's been punished again and again the companions are, are slandering him and cursing him again and again the Prophet is saying you don't know the future you don't know the ghaib. Mm-hmm. You don't know what is essential in life, which is your hereafter and whether you're destined for paradise or hellfire. <clears throat> he loves God and his messenger. And if you think that is not the most important thing in, 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 in your life, it's not your prayers, not your... Fa- Remember in the Quran, Surah Al-Bara'at, for Tawbah, Allah mentions all the things are beloved to you. And he mentioned He says if all these things are more beloved to you Than God and his messenger And jihad Then wait Because the end of the day what's, What should be the most important thing is God and his messenger And if despite that You are a frail human being And you're one of these people that are addicted Then you should never stop doing the tawbah Mm-hmm you understand? That is why prophets come. 
And this is like the hadith in, in Imam Muslim's collection of, the, of, the, of, of a person from the Bani Israel. He kills, he kills 99 people. And you're talking about what? Um, talk about the worst scenario you can think of in, in, in the world now. This guy has killed 99 people, meaning he is killed and killed until... And 99 means he has no idea. He's not got, he's not a, he's not got a, a folder where he's recorded who he's killed and is 99. Mm -hmm. It means that he's given up counting. And he goes to an Abid, which is a person who worships God and is pious, and he says, can you find any solution for me? He says, no. Bang. <laughs> Obviously, no gun at that time. He, he kills the, mm -hmm. the Abid. There is your recompense. And in fact, he did it by the judgment of God, because how can a person who worships God stop that person entering into God's mercy? And then he continues to travel, and he finds a person who is... Who knows in the ulum min al-kitab? The hadiths, different narrations mention different qualities, but all congregate on this idea that he had knowledge. And he says, "I know something. You can go to this village. You will find good people there." So, in fact, this hadith is fantastic because it tells you if you have sincere tawbah how to get rid of it. One is to make the intention. The second thing is good, 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 good company. And in fact, that in this day and this age, for tawbah and to and to and to be in the community of the Prophet ﷺ, to be in a congregation, community of people that love God and His Messenger is the best thing. The person moves and he passes away and the angels are dragging him to hellfire and some angels say, no, is he closer to this place or not? And in fact, he is closer to the place he's leaving. In other words, he should be destined for hellfire. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stretches the, the dimensions such that he's closer to the place he was going to and he enters into paradise. Now, if you're saying that this person committed all these sins and they should not be forgiven the hadith is there for the very point that you can never close that door subhanallah and the only thing you have to think about is are you fooling god and his messenger as well hmm. if you're fooling god and his messenger then you are, you have a you have a bad end because hmm. remember religion is in the unseen you believe in the unseen do you believe in god do you believe in the messenger these are all things in the unseen if you're sincere in that then how can you fool how can you try and go against, as the poet says, you claim love of Layla and yet you, and yet you curse her? How can you, and you know, how can you have a claim for something like that and then you curse her and you don't obey her? And that's the same with Allah and His Messenger. So real love, what person will know is that real love, a real proof of love is actually that you sacrifice your desires for His desires, and you submit your, your inclination for His inclination. This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Indeed by your Lord they will not believe Until they make you the, the, the judge between the, the arguments that they have amongst themselves And that is it To, to submit to the Prophet In his judgments In what he, what he has narrated from him In terms of mutawatir Knowledge of the Prophet What he, he liked and what he did not like What he forbade and what he did not forbid and then you will see that your love will flourish because at this moment in time that person who says they have love they have no they have they have um, lust mm. they have you know they have some kind of um, non-pure love mm -hmm. pure love it comes when you 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 submit your your desires for the one that you love and that in fact is that's when you will love that's when you talk about the mahfil people go for an hour say subhanallah etc etc and they go back and they go back to their own lives they do that because they haven't understood what love is you know they haven't understood the concept of what love is and if they want to know what that is 
if you read the Shama'il, read the, the, the companions around the Prophet ﷺ, look at how they um, sacrificed themselves and their desires for the Prophet ﷺ. Like, like Umar radiallahu anhu, he, he, uh, at a certain point he was asked, do you love the Messenger or go to yourself? He said, I love myself better, more than the Messenger of Allah. And then when he think, thought about it, he said, I love you, O Messenger of God, more than anything else. And that was a development of a person to the point that he said, how can I claim love of him? If my, my own soul, my own life is more important to me than the Prophet ﷺ. And that's where we have to be with the Prophet ﷺ. The more you hear about him, listen, listen, listen about his names, and you, you create this picture of who he was, then you'll have to submit to that man. You'll have to submit to Muhammad, to Ahmad, to Al-Mahi, Al-Hashir, Al-Aqib, all these great names of the Prophet ﷺ. Recognizing Prophet ﷺ through his names, Hashir, um, Muhammad, Ahmad, uh, Hashir, Mahi is um, is not dependent on how practicing you are, and it's not dependent on how sinful you are. Mm-hmm. Recognizing Prophet is has no proportion to where, in which state, what stage of life you are with your God in terms of your spirituality or your practice. Um, I think you have to kind of put a condition to that, which is that you're not. You're, you're in a sincere search for the truth and who the Prophet is and who Allah is. Because it goes for, the same goes for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and more so because Allah is the one you worship and adore and sacrifice for and, 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 and you live for and sacrifice for. You know, inna salati wa nusuki wa mahya wa mati lillahi rabbil alameen. You know, my prayers and my acts of worship. Uh, my life, my death are for Allah, the Lord of the worlds. Um, you know, the, the person are, are different stages, the people are in different stages in their lives. And what we do find in the Prophet is a very human um, opening to a caller to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because he is, he is a bashar, he, the Prophet is, is a human being, flesh, flesh and blood, but a pure human being with an angelic. Um, you know, spiritual status with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Enlightened status with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala But what we do see is for, through that human status of Prophet You know, his actions that he did Like he picked up his grandson Hassan Ibn Ali kissed him in his forehead And uh, one of the one of the you know, people around him from Bani Tamim said Do you kiss, Do you kiss your, your, the children around you? And the Prophet said uh, yes, we do. And I said, I have ten, and I've never kissed or showed affection to any of them. <laughs> and the Prophet mm-hmm. said, What can I do if God has torn out mercy and compassion from your heart? Now, when you saw the Prophet as that merciful human being with his children and with his grandchildren, then you realize that this is a person that lives the life that you live, but he has something better than what you have. Mm-hmm. And that means that you can never have you know kind of giving up on 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 an ability to turn to Allah through emulating the Prophet is not a path that can never be you know, counted out because the companions were all at certain points off the path and they all came on the path mm-hmm. when the Prophet came into their lives and they you know they were of a, of a state that they you know the the, the, the connection with the, the Prophet and the companions was an amazing connection you have the hadith of Imran ibn Hussein who was a young 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 man? He became Muslim. His father was a, one of the heads of Quraysh, and he believed in idols and he worshipped idols. and And the Quraysh sent uh, uh, Hussein, who was his father, 
to the Prophet to dissuade him from cursing the idols. And the Prophet, when he saw him coming, an old man, elderly, the Prophet said, Wasit li Shaykh, allow him to sit next to me. And Umar ibn Hussain, his son, is watching his father, and obviously he knows he's not a Muslim, and he's scared that what's going to happen here is the Prophet going to you know, say that he's destined for hellfire or something. And the Prophet sits and says to him, Okay, Hussain, what do you say? Do you worship? Who do you worship? And he said, Seven idols on, 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 on the earth and one in the heavens. Hmm. And the Prophet says, Okay. If everything was coming to naught and your life was coming to naught and you, need, you needed to seek help from someone or something, what would you beseech help from? The, one in the, the ones on the earth or the ones in the heaven? And he said, well, the ones in the heaven. And he says, Islam Taslim. Hmm. Become Muslim and you'll, you'll be saved. He right away, he showed him, look, what you're saying is, is stupidity. And the interesting is not that. He became Muslim right, the, right there and then. Hussein became Muslim and, and the Prophet ﷺ right there when he argued when, he, when the Prophet won the argument but the interesting is the companion Imran ibn Hussein this young man he ran to his father and he kissed his father's feet and he kissed, kissed his father's hands and the Prophet wept from the the, 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 the compassion of the, the father and son in the state of the son wanting his father all his life to become Muslim and he, he didn't do it and the Prophet all of a sudden just managed to open up his heart and the effect it had on Imran ibn Hussein, his son, was such that he could not show enough gratitude to the Prophet And that is, when you see that is the Prophet, you cannot but try and follow that person. That's why I'm saying about, you know, great people that we know, we try and emulate them. But when you, when you read about the Prophet's names and his qualities and his characteristics, you cannot say that this person is not concerned about you. Because in Surah Al-Tawbah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, لَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولُ مِنْ أَنفُسِكُمْ there's come to you from amongst yourselves a prophet um, that whatever is difficult for you it, it, it actually is difficult for the Prophet as well mm-hmm. he is he's hurt by that uh, he is covetous for you he wants the best for you now if you know that this person has come with a teaching and he wants the best for you and you're from the Ummah of Muhammad وسلم, and Ahmad وسلم, and Harish Hashir Hash, then why are you not fully embracing this, this message that he came with? Hmm. And the embracing of it is actually the amazing thing. The embracing of it means life, not death. It means peace, not warfare. It means, it means reconciliation, not um, you know, tribulation. And that is really when people enter into the, the faith in, in droves. You know, the moment that that message gets out to this community, mm-hmm. you know, we're talking in, in, a, in a country which is not Muslim country. When that message gets out, and the way it got out to the Quraysh when the Prophet entered Mecca to Muqarramah toward the end of his end of his life, what they enter into religion, what afwaja, enter into in, in hordes. Mm-hmm. That horde, that issue of coming in in hordes, happens when it reaches critical mass of people. You know, the, the, they talk about the penny dropping. And they realize, oh, that's why he came for. Hmm. He actually wanted the best for us. And when that dropped with the Quraysh, Khalib and Walid, Sufyan, uh, you know, all these people, they just submitted themselves to the Prophet despite fighting the Prophet for all that period of time. You know, they then, Abu Sufyan, he submitted himself because he realized this is somebody we knew. This was Muhammad ibn Abdullah, the merchant, uh, the orphan. Ali Salatu was an orphan in terms of what they saw, but he was given orphanage and the quality of being an orphan as a, as a blessing and as an esteemed state because an orphan 
in that state is one that whose whose kafala is done by Allah, the protection is done by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, by the by the darkness and by the by the shining sun, your Lord has not forsaken no, nor is he angry with you. That is the quality of the Prophet. And the Prophet was made an orphan. Sheikh, um, inshallah, we will be covering um, the hadith uh, which was narrated by uh, uh, Ahmad in his Musnad that I have many names and I am the praised. I am Muhammad. I am the most deserving of praise. I am Ahmad. And the gatherer, I'm Hashir, and I'm the eraser, mm. Al-Mahi, and I'm sealer, Al-Khatim, mm. and I'm the concluder, Al-Aqib. Inshallah, we'll continue with these names in next few programs. For more information and to listen to more podcasts, visit us at arc.score or check out the Arc Media app.